Welcome, welcome. I'm Amanda Mortensen, and this is Yoga Wellness Money. And today we are talking about morning routines. Now, I absolutely love morning routines because I have a few different variations of the same routine. But I want to start by talking about bad morning routines, like morning routines that probably aren't getting you off to your best day. And this was categorized really well in a book I've probably mentioned recently called Start Right Where You Are by Samantha Bennett. And she talks about if you wake up and you have five uggs and three ahs, the five uggs can unbalance your whole day. And let me give you some example of waking up to some uggs, like Ugh. Like the first one is a loud alarm clock. Like I do not like a loud, obnoxious alarm clock. It, I, I'll actually wake up. If I set an alarm, I will actually wake up a few minutes before the alarm because I have such an aversion to the sound of an alarm going off. Now in high school, I would turn the thing off. It didn't matter how loud it was. I'd just turn it off, roll over, and go back to bed. I, it got to the point where I had to put it on the opposite side of the room, so I would actually physically get up and go turn it off. But now I think that as an adult, we're usually a little bit lighter sleepers, and you know, some soft chime will probably wake us up just fine. Another thing that can unbalance your day is on that same table where you have turned off your alarm clock, probably on your phone, there's a pile of books that are unread or papers or things you've sat next to your sleeping area on your nightstand. If that's the first thing you see, well, that's not going to be really relaxing either. Another thing I think that can throw our morning off is, you know, sleeping in or being in a rush checking our email or our text messages, our phones, the news, any sort of social media first thing in the morning, I think should be absolutely off limits. I think the phone should wait until like after breakfast at least. And then of course there is, you know, you don't want to like hear yourself yelling, whether it's yelling, you know, for your children to get up or someone hollering at you. I think that can throw your morning off as well. However, I think it's really simple to create more ahs in our morning. And three that uh, Samantha Bennett recommends is, you know, a clean bedside table and maybe some fresh flowers, a closet with contemporary clothes in them, a clean car. For me, it's a clean kitchen. I love to go downstairs and see a clean kitchen and get a big glass of water. So any of those can just really set our mornings off to a better start. But even aside from those really like external factors that kind of, you know, visually or externally set our day, I think there's some things that we can do for ourselves to really start our day off right. Because every single day is like a gift. And I don't want to sound trite when I say that, but I really feel like every single day we have the opportunity to wake up and make the day whatever we want it to be. It's like in yoga practice. When 
when I'm teaching and sometimes I say, set an intention for the practice. And when I have new yoga students, sometimes I get this look like, what are you talking about, Willis? But what all I really mean is to say, you know, during this practice at the beginning, decide what you're here for. Are you here to work out some stress and to relax? Are you here to commune with other students and feel their energy? Are you here to push yourself physically and increase your physical fitness? Just kind of setting the tone for what you hope to accomplish in the hour. It's no different with our day. So our day, we wake up and we really get to decide brand new what we want the day to look like, how we want to behave, how we want to present ourselves, what we want to accomplish, how we want to treat other people and be treated. You know, all those things are just kind of wide open in a brand new day to just start fresh. And a way to do that is to get ourselves physically, emotionally, emotionally, and spiritually into the right frame of mind to have the kind of day that we would consider a good day at the end of the day. And some of those things have been outlined all over the internet. It's on YouTube, you know, morning practices, and there's so many great ideas out there, and I kind of embrace all of them. I've tried some variation of all of them, and I like them. And I just think it's a matter of finding what works for you. But here are some suggestions that if any of them kind of, you know, kind of get you in your little gut or heart that like, yeah, I would like to do that. Go ahead and take that one and incorporate it. So one of the first ones I want to talk about is the power hour. And this was in Jack Canfield's book called, uh, let me look, The Success Principles. I just checked it out of the library and finished it like a week ago. And he talks about the power hour. I don't know if it's his idea or if he gave credit to somebody else, but it's kind of 20 minutes of visualization or meditation, 20 minutes of exercise, and 20 minutes of reading an inspirational or informational book. So I love that because we can get up an hour earlier and kind of hit three big targets that if we accomplish those three things, first thing in the morning, we'd feel like we're off to a great start. Um, Another idea comes from Melissa Farr, and she talks in terms of a very um, more visualized form of affirmations. So rather than just putting one affirmation, um, you know, I am successful, money comes easily and readily, rather than just individual affirmations, she kind of does a 90-day outlook. And she sets a time frame in the future of 90 days and says, what do I want to accomplish in the next 90 days? And then she writes paragraph form of affirmations in different areas of what she will accomplish in present tense in 90 days. And so it's more of like an affirmation, visualization, uh, conversational. Um, It's a beautiful method. It includes things related to um, 
being still, writing down thoughts that come to you. Melissa credits to many, many of her accomplishments. And she says that she, every 90 days, has to rewrite them because they'll come to pass and she sets bigger goals, higher aspirations, more full visualizations. And so I think that's a great way to spend the morning because really, first thing in the morning, we are in such a state of kind of that sleep awake state where we're very impressionable. And that's why, you know, I think it's a really good idea to avoid social media, the phone, text, email, those things. Because if you have prime real estate in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit, and it is the most susceptible to anything you're going to present to it first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to sleep, aren't you going to like be really greedy with that real estate and say, hey, I'm going to decide what goes in there. I'm going to decide you know, what I'm focused on, what I'm going to accomplish, and the good thoughts I want to feed into my spirit and my psyche that I can be the best possible person I can be. So my morning routine is pretty simple. I wake up. I'm not a big jump out of bed and go work out. When I'm working out with my husband, that's what I have to do. He likes to go really early in the morning. So I drag myself and throw my shoes on and get to the gym and it's good and it feels good to have that out of the way. But if I have my morning to do it in my order, I usually will spend a little bit of time just kind of saying my prayers first thing in the morning because it kind of helps me just kind of get my body a little bit cozy, warm in my bed still, you know, put my mind to things of gratitude and what I hope to accomplish or anything unfinished that I want to talk to, you know, my Heavenly Father about. And then I open up my scriptures, and right now I'm reading the New Testament, so I'll read a chapter and uh, think about a verse or two that resonates with me or think of how it applies to me. And then I jump up and I go work out. And if I'm working out at home because there's a lot of snow on the ground and I don't want to like drive to the gym, I will jump on my recumbent bike for 20 minutes and do a workout and read at the same time. And then I'll do about 10 minutes of yoga. And then I'll set my timer and do a 10 minute meditation. And then I shower and I eat breakfast. So when I have that kind of morning and I do those things, I feel really primed to have a really great day. And so It feels good to me, regardless of when I went to bed, to set my alarm, you know, a half an hour earlier, just to make sure I have plenty of time to do the things that set me off to the right day or to have the right kind of day. Now, moving to the end of the day, there are some great ideas that I also picked up from Jack Canfield's book, and it is... I'm looking at my little blank book where I keep all my notes of things that I like when I'm reading. So the 45 minutes at the end of the day, he recommends four things. First, to acknowledge your successes of the day. Number two is to review your goals. 
Number three is to focus on a successful future. And that could mean a few minutes of visualizing, of writing down things that you want to see happen, you know, creating vivid pictures in your mind. And even if the successful future is just nine months from now, where do you want to be? One year from now, where do you want to be? And then the very last thing is to make specific plans for the next day. And this is one that I already do. As a matter of fact, before the spouse and I turn on the television for the evening, which the TV usually goes on around 8.30, and we watch an hour or two of something to just relax, unwind, spend time together, you know, make mutual commentary about whatever we're watching. But before we do that, we take about five or 10 minutes and we just take a time out and just plan our day for the next day. And there's something good about that too, because when you have everything planned out for the next day, as you sleep, your mind will work on those things that you have planned for tomorrow. So you're actually getting a little jump start on the day, whether you realize it or not. And of course, the last thing we have in our mind is not the television, because I'm telling you I've done that before. I've watched New York Housewives. Yes, you can judge me. I love New York Housewives. I'm originally from New York. I see... I see all the gals around the city in restaurants walking around and I just, I love it. I love watching it. I love the vibe. I love Bethany Frankel. I love it all. So that being said, I can't make that the last show I watch. And I'll tell you why I can't make it the last show I watch. I mean, it's probably obvious to you, but let me tell you what I have dreams about. I have dreams that I'm excluded from a group of friends. I have dreams that I am the odd man out. I have dreams about conflict. (laughs) I can't imagine why. So we make sure that the last thing we do is we'll read, you know, just a simple um, verse in a scripture or a book called Marriage Rules. We'll read one of the marriage rules and talk about it. And then one of us says a prayer and we go to sleep. So that is normally the last thing we do before we go to bed. It's not always a cure-all because I still may have those dreams because that's pretty powerful uh, when you're watching something you know, that you can hear, that you can see, that you relate to, that you empathize with. So yes, I should probably cut it out completely, but I'm not quite that evolved yet. So... That being said, I just want to challenge you to think of a morning routine. And maybe you have one and you love it, or maybe you have one and you want to tweak it. Uh, There's all kinds of ideas on YouTube. There's all kinds of ideas in books. I mean, the sky's kind of the limit as to these little things we can do to just start our day off right. And it usually does require getting up a little bit earlier than normal in order to fit it in because you don't want to feel rushed. You really want to kind of be able to luxuriate and be able to feel a little bit cared for first thing in the morning when it's just you. And 
And I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to challenge you that the first thing you do in the morning is drink a big glass of water versus, you know, clamoring for, you know, a cup or three of coffee because, you know, that body just works so well when the cells are hydrated. And so the more we can stay hydrated and energized and really recognize our bodies for where they're at, you know, if you're not getting enough sleep, you need to know that. You you don't want to keep masking that with like rounds of caffeine. You know, you want to know that like something's off with your health, with your eating habits, with your exercise routine. So try to like, you know, rein it in a little and see where you're really at. Have a big glass of water. Do um, a little personal practice of visualization, meditation, spiritual um things of praying and reading or reading um, an uplifting and inspiring book. You know, just take time to nurture your mind and your spirit and your body and like get it moving first thing in the day. So that's all I have for you today. Um, I hope you enjoy your day. Uh, If you're driving, if you're cooking or whatever's going on, I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you And I hope you'll join us next time. And if you want to check out a little bit more on money affirmations, I did just blog on it at yogawellnessmoney.com. Anyway, take care and we will talk soon. Namaste.